The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So hello everyone. We will, um, so today being Monday, we start kind of a new theme. And kind of because uh, in some ways the theme this week will continue last week's theme. Last week was the, what's called the gladness pentad. And these five qualities of the gladness pentad gladness, joy, tranquility, happiness, and concentration also appear in a longer list that uh, uh, continue the pattern, continue the flow of the practice, and for five more qualities. And these can be called the inside, insight pentad, the five factors that uh, arise in the wake of insight. So uh, this is insight meditation that we do. And here in this teaching last week, the idea is that uh, there's preparation done for real deep insight. And the, and the insight into suffering, into insight into the constant nature of our experience. Some deep kind of paradigm shift that uh, the first insight, the part of the insight pentad, is uh, seeing things as they've come to be. Knowledge and vision of things as they've come to be. And uh, the, um, often we, this, this, the, the Pali expression, uh, yatta bhuta, Y-A-T-H, just, it means like as, and uh, Bhutta, B H long U T A, and um, and this is a past participle. It means that not things as they are, but things as they come to be, things as they have come to be. And the focus here is not an insight into how things are as things, things as things, um, but rather focus into the. Uh, the process, things as processes, things as dynamic and changing. And it's very easy for us to be concerned with particular things, ideas, experiences. Sometimes we hang on to an experience for a long time, carrying our resentment or our desires in, around it, our regrets. And we maybe carry some fixed idea of that what happened, somewhat fixed, and, um, but we're kind of focusing on that as opposed to the process of thoughts arising, memories arising, the thoughts of regrets arising. Um, and, um, and if we're settled enough, we see that these are actually um, a relatively inconstant process in the sense that it's repetitive, that keeps reappearing and reappearing, but there's a kind of a, uh, it's not a static, flat, what preoccupation be concerned with. The mind is constantly regenerating itself in terms of uh, uh, what it focuses on, what it thinks about. But we get enamored, we get caught in 
the ideas, the ideas of things being a certain way, they're fixed, they're, this is how it is. And, um, and uh, the alternative offered by the Buddha is this, nothing is, everything is a process of becoming. Every, everything um, is unfolding so that there's always a possibility for change, always a possibility for something new. Uh, it, the the world is not a, you know our suffering our personality all, are not static big icebergs that don't change. Um, they are more like water that is constantly moving. To the degree to which we live in an iceberg, we live as an iceberg. The the gladness pented is a process of thawing, of relaxing the places of tightness and holding the places where we're caught, uh, the places where we're uh, fixated on things. And this, the practice of the pentad, the gladness pentad, is to uh, free the fixations of the mind, the fixations of the heart. So we're available, ever available, for what's happening now, what's happening next, what's happening in this moment. And if we're able to see the constant arising and passing, the constant things as they come to be, then we live in a world that uh, is, um, is full of potential, full of possibilities, uh, that grow the less we fixate. The possibilities, the potential of how we meet any situation um, becomes, not only becomes, can be more and more creative and more and more varied, it becomes meeting reality with freedom. Fixation, focusing on really tight, this is how it is, it has to be this way, um, is not a space where there's for freedom, for freedom of the heart, the openness, the availability, the readiness for something. But if we see it, oh, this is not how things are, this is how it's coming to be, then the, fa- the fascinating and powerful question is, given that it's coming to be this way, and be- get its, uh, uh, let's see and how we can shape it, how we can let it become something next, be something else. How do we respond creatively? How do we respond with newness to allow things to keep unfolding in a good way, to take everything that appears as not a fixed thing, but as a platform or means or condition for responding in a new way. So if, um, so for example, if someone offends you, it's easy to get upset and angry. Uh, and then this person has offended me and that offense has become a thing, a static. But if rather we see it as a process an ongoing process, then we ask ourselves, oh, that, was a, that seems offensive, that hurt. Given the flow, like the flow of water, how do I now navigate in this to make it better? How do I navigate this to, re- to un- understand it better, to myself be better with it, and maybe respond to the person in a better way? If I meet it with resistance, then I'm stuck maybe. There's less flexibility. But if I meet it with something fluid, then maybe something different can become and arise. 
So I, I can't do this necessarily so well, but I know people who will meet offense with humor and it de-escalates it quickly, kind of changes the whole nature. I know people who will meet offense with curiosity. What's really going on? I lean into the person. What's happening here for this person? I know people who uh, meet uh, uh, offense with uh, letting people know, well, that, that's, that's happening to you. Let me tell you what's happening to me. I feel hurt. I feel afraid. I feel concerned. I feel angry, given what's happening. And so we're kind of ex- expressing, talking about what's happening in the moment as they come to be. And so maybe saying, wow, uh, this is how it's come to be. Wow, this is a difficult situation has come to be here. Given that that's what's come to be, what's next for us? Given that oh, this was difficult to hear what you had to say, um, what should be next? How do we go forward from here? So always this movement, how do we go forward? Where's the dynamism? Where's the movement that is more difficult to happen if we're dwelling, fixating on this is how it is? So things as they come to be uh, in meditation can be, a uh, meditation becomes a dynamic place of change. Everything is just coming into being moment by moment. We don't dwell anywhere. Sometimes this is in Buddhism is called non-dwelling awareness, non-abiding, uh, where we kind of float on the river of change and time, be, being the change, being the, the, the changing uh, flow of the present moment. We become it as opposed to think about it, be something, step apart from it. Is this easy? Not necessarily. But uh, the, um, the ability to kind of be in the flow of the dynamism of things coming into being uh, uh, is built on a continuity of the gladness pentad, the teaching from last week. So if we can't do this, then we step back and we go back to the beginning where practice is. Maybe we go all the way back to the place where we're fixated and suffering and challenged. And we hold that with kind, non-reactive awareness, maybe feeling glad that we have a practice to do so. And then we, with that gladness, we can engage in the practice of really trying to see more clearly, being practicing more non-reactive awareness, which maybe brings the kind of warmth to, to it all that begins to bring some kind of ease, tranquility, maybe begins to thaw the iceberg of how we're frozen in some kind of concern or preoccupation. And when the, when the whole iceberg has melted, then uh, it's, we're resting in this wonderful pond of water, lake of samadhi, which, from which we then can kind of be with the fluidity of the water, the changing nature of it, Meeting it, meeting meeting the currents, meeting the changes as they come to be, as they flow. So this is one way of talking about the insight into impermanence. The Buddha's language, he literally said, 
insight into inconstancy, how things are in constant motion, constant change. And, um, and one of the purposes of this deep insight is to begin letting go, begin resisting, uh, letting go, uh, to begin letting go, letting go of resistance, letting go of clinging, letting go of fixation of this is how things are. Nothing is this is how the things are. It's always this is part of a process of change. This is a part, a part of a things coming into being. And when we see it that way, then it may be easier to be interested in, given this, how this is coming into being now, how do I participate in this for the greater good? How do I step into this changing river of phenomena and contribute uh, something really wholesome, valuable, wonderful, beneficial into the mix? Our job is to let go and contribute what is good. Let go of our clinging and flow along, letting the current be an expression of our goodness. So um, this is the insight, insight pentad. And then as we start having this insight into change, shifting the orientation from things as they are to things as they change, as they come into being, this has an impact. There's a con- there's a con- that's a condition for something to begin to thaw, to change, to move. And that's a topic for tomorrow. Uh, the way that, ins- how we're affected by the deeper and deeper insight that comes from this practice. So thank you very much and uh, and I look forward to our time together tomorrow. <laughs>